In yesterday's year, we examined the responsibilities of employees to the employer, namely that they're responsible to fully invest themselves in their work and not to cut corners or to do side jobs that can tire them out and take away from their ability to focus on what they're being paid to do during the day. Today's year is going to focus on the chiyuvim of the employers to the employees. Just like the employees are working hard for him, he has responsibility to work for them, and that is to provide them with their salaries in a timely manner. That's the halacha known as baltolin. A person is not allowed to pay a worker after a significant amount of time has passed. He's responsible to pay the worker by the end of the day that he worked. That means like this. Let's say a worker finished it works from 9 to 12. You have till shkia to pay the worker. Or if he worked at night, he finished in the middle of the night, you have till the morning to pay the worker. Now the Gemara discusses during the time when the custom was to finish working all the way at the end of each 12-hour period of the day. So they would work, let's say, from 6 in the morning till 6 at night, which was nightfall, just for argument's sake, on an even clock. So 6 o'clock is nightfall. The owner, the employer, I mean, would have to pay them by the following morning because he has that entire period to be technically considered the end of the day because there was no other time for him to pay. He can't pay the second the guy finished. He has to take some time for him to put together, so he has till that end of that period. And the other way around, too, if he's working throughout the night, the owner has till the end of the next period of the day to, to pay him. If, like we said before, the, the work ended in the middle of that 12-hour period, then he would have only till the end of that same period. Now, the source of this halacha is the Gemara of Metziah, the Fuf Yudam and Beis, Son of Rabbanon, Minayin l'sachar yoyim shagoy v'kalalaylo, Talmudloyim l'salam pu'u l'sachar itcha ad boiker. If you have a night laborer, I'm sorry, a day laborer that finished at the end of the day, at the very end, and would start it to be night, so Goyvakalalaila he he collects his payment all night long, meaning to say the Balabayas is going to transgress Baltolin only all the way at the very end of the night, by sunrise. By sorry, by dawn. So Tabulaimer Lesalam Pula Sakh Itra ad Baikar. The Tyrus says it didn't Lesalam Pula Sakh, which means Baltolin do not withhold the payment of the Sakhar until the morning. And how do we know that a worker who works all night get, can be paid all day? Pay him on that day. Now, to summarize the discussion in the Gemara and the Shulchan Aruch, this is going to be the source of the mitzvah and the avera. These two psukim, commonly known as baltolin and If a person withholds the payment on time, that means that he does not pay within that 12-hour period, or he does not pay by the end of the day that the worker finished. He has transgressed the din of the, the lav of Leisolin Pula Sacha commonly referred to as Baltolin. If he pays on time, he has fulfilled the mitzvah, which is a mitzvah assay. And he has also obviously fulfilled the fact that he has not been over the Leis assay of Baltolin. So he, he, he fulfills these mitzvahs. There's other similar uh, mitzvahs which are connected to it as well, which are discussed in the Sema in the beginning of the Simen. But this is, these are the, the essential mitzvahs themselves. 
Now, I want to point out something very, very important and commonly confused with the halacha baltolin. People somehow think that baltolin means you have to make sure to pay your worker. There's no discussion of baltolin of paying and not paying. Not paying is not an option. A person who has any intention of not paying a worker at all is an entirely separate discussion and he's considered a pure, straight-out ganav, a gazlan, a thief. If a person hires workers and does not pay his workers and has no intention to pay his workers, or even if he has intention but it's so some distant point in the future, if he'll get money or whatever, he doesn't take it seriously, he's a thief. Like the Gemara says in Dafkufid Aleph and Baba Metziah, on the next Ahmed, the Gemara says, Anyone who suppresses or withholds payment from a worker, over He has transgressed these five lavim in the Torah. And say, What are they? Mishum baltashik esriacha. Mishum baltigzo. Leisigzo, theft. Mishum baltashik sarani. Withholding the sarani. Mishum baltolin. And he's over baltolin. Right? Because if he doesn't pay at all, he's obviously not, not paying on time. Mishum biyomiti titzkarit. Mishum leisabel vashemesh. So it comes out he has transgressed five lavim and one assay. Now this person would never contemplate eating a piece of chazer. But a chazer is only one lav. And here he has transgressed five lavim and one assay. Now to think that this is some kind of um, exaggeration is a mistake. It's not an exaggeration. It's literal. A person who does not have intention to pay is considered a straight-out ganav. It's not some kind of, it's not a form of speech. It's not a Musardik concept. It's a of Gomer for a person to pay his worker. The discussion of Baltolin is a discussion where he plans on paying. However, for whatever reason, he's not too interested in getting the money on time. He has the money somewhere, or he can cash a check, or he has it in the bank, or he could easily get a hold of it somehow. The Torah tells you you're required to get a hold of it and to go do whatever it takes to make sure that your workers are paid on time. Now, if you take a quick look at the Gemara of Messiah on that Kofiud Beis, on the top, the Gemara gives a rationale why it is that the Torah views this so seriously. It says in the passage, A worker is literally being Meister Nefesh for the money that he earns. He's counting on it for his, for his life, for his sustenance. Why did this person go up on a ramp or on a ladder and hang in a tree? And he puts himself in situations that are very dangerous. People do all kinds of dangerous things for employment. Why do they do that? Because they're desperate. They're mice and efforts. They count on the money. How is it possible that a person is not going to make sure to pay these workers on time? Desire writes, that a person should actually borrow money even if he doesn't have money in order to be able to pay on time. Now, what's, what are we discussing? One of the halachas that are connected to Baltolin is if the person does not have money, he cannot be in transgression of Baltolin because he has no money to pay with. He's going to measure some get tomorrow or in a week from now, but he's not going to be in transgression of Baltolin by the fact that he had no money. So, therefore he could technically get away with it. The Zaire is telling you, you should go above and beyond the letter of the law. You should borrow money. In fact, the Pisli Chuba in Shin Lamates of Cotton Ches brings down 
from the Shochnar Harav, the shame that Arizal, the Mikalmakam Midas Chasidus Lilvois or Lufraya Lusachar Bismanoi, to the Midas Chasidus to borrow and to pay workers on time. So that's the halacha of paying a worker on time even when you don't have the money. Again, if you don't have the money, you're putter, you're not over Baltalin. However, it's a Midas Chasidus, even in that case, to make sure to try to pay him on time through some some way, borrow money or whatever, to get the money. Some other halachas of Baltolin are the fact that, first of all, this doesn't only apply to employment. It applies even to rentals. If a person is renting anything, the Mechaber passes in Sif Aleph, Echad Schar Adam, Oy Behema, Oy You're renting an animal, you're renting Kalim, you're renting tools, you're renting a car, all that you're responsible to pay on time. The Mechaber says, however, real estate, there are some people that say that you're not in transgression if you don't pay your rent on time. Now this actually is a machlekes. The the Ketzois in Sifkat and Aleph famously writes that it's considered a suffolk de Raisa to not pay your rent on time and therefore you have to make sure you pay your rent on time because you don't. every time you have a suffolk, suffolk de Raisa lechumra. We're not going to go into the details of the halacha but we're just going to point out that the Ketzois was talking about during the time where they used to pay rent at the end of the period. Today, many times, we pay rent in the beginning. We prepay the rent, and many times there's also security deposit. So both of those are mitigating factors which would take away a person being over Baltolin if, if he pays, if he's a little bit late on his rental payment. But assuming that he did it in a sort of a yeshivish away without a contract, and he's paying only at the end of the month, and there's no security deposit, in that case, he would run into the choice's issue of Suffolk de Rai to pay his rent on time. Another important halacha connected to Baltalin is the halacha that a worker who was hired through an agent, the Mechaber says in Shin Lamatest of Zion, that when a worker was hired through an agent, there is no transgression of Baltalin. Because since he had no direct contact with the employer, he, the owner of the company never spoke to the worker directly. So there is a certain amount of wiggle room between them that is not 100% clear, and therefore uh, there, there is a possibility that the balabais will pay late in the eyes of the employee, in the employee's eyes. He might expect a later payment. And he cannot, we cannot say that he was counting on this payment um, on this exact time. So from a practical perspective, if we're talking with a company that hires with an HR department, they have a human resource department that hires the workers for them, in that case, there may not be an issue of Baltolin if they run late on some of their payments. However, the Mechaber points out that that's as far as the, the Arisa of Baltolin goes. There is still, nonetheless, a Durabonon which he has transgressed, and that is the din of Do not tell your friend to go and come back. This is another fascinating that many people are not aware of, and that is that if a person comes to ask you to pay you to pay back money that you owe them, or any kind of chiv where you owe money and you're asked to pay it up, and you have the money, you're just pushing the guy off, you're telling him, yeah, come back tomorrow, I'm busy, Unfortunately, we know this kind of behavior. Many times people will tell people to keep on coming back 
they like to be busy with them, they want to use their money as a way to sort of get attention or manipulate the person or whatever it is, <coughs> he's, transgre- he's transgressing a dinder abonon called <coughs> Do not tell your friend to go and come back. So anytime you owe money, there's a mitzvah abonon that you pay it up as soon as you ask for it. And therefore, when the sister's owner, even though the owner is part of the Deiraisa, because he was hired for an HR department, nonetheless, he has responsibility, midra bonon, to make sure it gets paid. The, a similar halach would apply once the period of Baltolin passed the first time. There's a halacha that you can only transgress Baltolin once. The halacha is in Sivches, once the first day passes and he missed the deadline, he didn't pay by the end of the pay period, still he's required to pay So you cannot transgress Baltolin more than one time. If a person misses a week, he's, he's, his payment to the workers was delayed a week, he's not transgressing Baltolin more than one time, he's only transgressing Baltolin once, However, he's going to transgress the din of Al-Tayim L'Ri'acha Leich which is the din Bonon, which requires that a person is paid when he's asked to pay. Another important exception to the rules of Al-Tayim is when it's understood that the payment is going to be late. The Mechaber writes in Sif Tess that if it's known that this Balabayas pays only on a certain time, a certain day, like after they do have market day, he would sit down and make the calculations. Or sometimes you have companies that will only pay once they find out what the traveling expenses were. So therefore, there's not going to be Beltone since it's understood that the, the check is not going to be issued until some details are clarified. Another very interesting loophole in the Allah of Beltone, which is in Mechaber Sif Yud, is Ein HaBalabayis Ayub Mishim Beltone, Elam Kain He's only in transgression of Baltolin if the sucher, if the worker, came and asked him to pay him. If he actually requested the salary and the Balabayas does not pay him because he's simply not interested or whatever, like we said before, he's in transgression of Baltolin. But let's say he does not ask him for the money. He's not in transgression of Baltolin. He's not in transgression of Baltolin. There's a Machlaikis, the Ben Yayada, and other Paiskim, if there's a mitzvah, can you have one without the other? That's a different machlekes. According to some shitas, you still have a mitzvah, according to other shitas, not. Now, I do want to point out, what does it mean, asking to be paid? Very seldom will you have an employee coming to the Balabayas and saying, can you please pay me? Many times they're embarrassed or whatever. So the Chavot Chaim writes and say for Avas Chesed, that asking to be paid doesn't have to necessarily be verbal. It doesn't have to, he doesn't have to stand there and ask verbally, can you please pay me? If he comes and just stands around and he's waiting for payment, and it's understood that it, what else is he there for? The Balabayas is going to be in transgression of Baltolin. Many times you'll have a situation where someone hired a babysitter or hired a kid to cut their lawn, and the person wants to be paid, but they're embarrassed to ask straight out. So they're coming and they're standing around and waiting to be paid. So the Mechaber is telling us here in Sif Yud that a person is only in transgression of Baltolin if he's asked for payment. So, it, But however, the Chavot Chaim is telling us that it doesn't have to literally be verbal 
that is asked for payment, even if it's, he's asking for payment by merely standing around, he's going to be in transgression about Talon. To end the discussion, we'll talk about the Mechazchinuch and Mitzvah Tavkuf Peiches. Mechazchinuch and Tavkuf Peiches says at the end, or in the middle of the Mitzvah, he writes, that if he has money in his house to be able to pay, if he if he doesn't have money that day, or if it's going to be a, a big loss for him to get a hold of money, there is no chiyah for him to get the money. It would seem says Chinuch. Every bendash should have the money in his hands before he hires workers. So Chavitz Chaim echoes this also in Abbas Chesed, that a person would be terribly irresponsible to hire a worker before he knew how he was going to pay it. And he has to have some kind of plan how to be able to pay the worker. So again, that's the responsibility of the employer to the employees that he is responsible to pay them on time since they count on it so much for their parnasa.